I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hey you guys, this is Joanna and I'm back again with Her Addiction Podcast. So wonderful to be here with you guys. I pray that the Lord has been blessing you um, beyond measure. Today we're going to be brief, but very powerful, I believe. Um, It's all about worshiping in spirit and truth. This is what I believe has been impressed on my heart the last few weeks. And I just wanted to share this with you guys because I know for a fact that when we worship in spirit and in truth, when we pray in spirit and in truth, when we trust in spirit and in truth, that's where true deliverance comes from. And I just encourage you today to hold on to that fact and allow the Holy Spirit to do whatever he's come to do in this hour with you all. Um, So we'll get right into it um, as far as the scripture that I want to use to back up um, or just kind of really give you a, a content of what's happening where this is coming from, it'll be out of John 4. And it's uh, John 4, 23 through 24. Now, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You cannot have one without the other. And what I have noticed um, just in my walk with Christ is that sometimes we get so caught up in the word and the word and the word, which is imperative. Um, it's That's where our truth comes up from. But we will not have a true revelation without spirit breathing on that truth. So it's just something I want to bring to your attention today because uh, deliverance and our healing, it, it lies within the spirit and in the truth. And also, um, Brother Lawrence wrote a book called The Practice of the Presence of God. And I wanted to share um, something that he wrote about how to adore God, which ties into spirit and truth. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I hope you do, too. Um, So I'll go right into that because it's so exciting. (laughs) To adore God in spirit and in truth means to adore him as we should. Because God is a spirit, he must be adored in spirit. That is to say, we must worship him with the humble, sincere love that comes from the depth and center of our souls. Only God can see this adoration, which we must repeat until it becomes part of our nature. As if God were one with our souls and our souls were one with God. Practice will demonstrate this. Second, To adore God in truth is to recognize him for what he is and ourselves for what we are. Adoring God in truth means that our hearts actually see God as infinitely perfect and worthy of our praise. What man, no matter how little sense he may have, would not exert all his strength to show his respect and love of this great God? Third, To adore God in truth is to admit that our nature is just the opposite of his, yet he is willing to make us like him if we desire it. Who would be so rash as to neglect, even for a moment, the respect, the love, 
the service and the continual adoration that we owe him. Oh my goodness. God is so amazing and his full intent is to heal and deliver us from anything that we're dealing with. I mean, anything, you name it, he wants to heal it. And we are just so blessed to have a God that, that just has, that loves us so much. I can't expound on that enough. And with that, you all, I want you to take in the heart about, again, spirit and truth, what that really looks like. Like in this, in his stillness, there's a stillness. Like when we're still, that's when we we're able to hear the voice of God. And in that, and most times you can't activate that until you're worshiping in spirit and truth, or even if you're listening in spirit and in truth, like every, these are things that you can do and everything that you do, there's spirit and truth on top of it, if that makes sense. So when you're praying for your mom, your dad, your sister, your cousin, whomever that you're concerned about, even yourself, it's important to do so in spirit and in truth. And there's where God will meet you. And there is where change will happen. So I'll let you ponder that for like two seconds. That is where change will happen when you decide to say, God, I know your truth. Please breathe spirit and life onto that truth. That's what revelation knowledge is all about. And our family, they depend on our prayers. So we don't want things to be, we don't want to pray without spirit being involved. We don't want to worship without spirit being involved. We open ourselves up and allow God to change in and to ignite something in us in every single crevice of our body when we decide to just surrender it all to him in both spirit and in truth. Now, I get it. There are a lot of us who are afraid to allow God to come into those crevices. We can do truth all day long and move off a religious spirit because that's a safe place. But when we decide to do these things in truth and spirit also, I'm sorry, in spirit also, that's when God can do his magic, not magic, his best. Cause he's no, he can do his best. And this is his best work is when we do it in spirit and in truth. Um, it's not about necessary validation. Just truth itself is good. And a lot of people are able to get by with just the truth alone. But when spirit is infused within that truth, that's again, where God can show up and show out on your behalf. So allow God to move accordingly. And the only way he can do that again is spirit and in truth. So I hope you're still with me there because this is huge. You guys, this is absolutely huge because we cannot do anything without this. So the next time you find yourself in prayer, the next time you find yourself in worship, the next time you find yourself at the grocery store, the next time you find yourself doing whatever it is, God asks you to be present and to do so in spirit and in truth. That's where wisdom comes from. That's where um, discernment comes from. That's where vision and wisdom comes from. You don't get it by yourself because we, without God and without spirit, and truth and all those things together, we have no idea. And that's why we continue to be in this 
this continual wraparound, if you will, to where we can't really figure things out because we're not, we're like, I got that, but why I can't get this? Or why is this not happening? It's because we're missing mostly the key parts, which is spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to breathe life on what we're doing or what we're attempting to do. He is there awaiting for us to activate that truth so we can live in his light and in his love and his fullness and in his goodness. Like it, it's so it's so imperative that we think about that before you do anything else. Just just ask the Lord, hey, I I want to know more about you, Lord. I want to know how I can ignite the fire or the hunger and the thirst to read the word, even down to that. He's willing to change those things. But the only way we can do that is we pray that in spirit and in truth. And I, I know I may sound redundant, but in a repetitive, whatever the case may be. But this is what needs to get in your spirit and in your soul in order for you to grow in God. He wants you to experience the fullness of what he has for you. There is nothing that we, he wouldn't do to change your life for the good. You don't have to do this alone. And that is such a gift from God. So I encourage you guys. Again, I told you today this will be a little brief than normal for me. Because it was just like right there. And I'm like, oh my goodness. We got to just tell the people real quick. Because in this hour, you guys, God is up to something. And he does not want you to miss out on what that is. So I just leave you guys with a quick prayer. And Lord, we just, we just thank you, Father God. We thank you for the opportunity to commune with you, Lord Jesus, in this hour, Lord. Father, we know that you have a plan, a mighty plan for us all, Lord God. And we just thank you for not leaving us out, Lord Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for elevating us into the next level, God, and just encouraging us to follow you for the rest of our lives, Lord God. Father, we thank you for healing our families, God, our broken families, God. Father, we thank you for healing addiction and anything that is not of you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for changing the dynamics of our lives, God. We know that the trajectory of our lives will never be the same because you have intervened, Father God. And we just thank you right now, Father, for hearing our cries, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to pray and worship you in spirit and in truth, Father. May we never be the same from this day forward, Lord God. No matter what the circumstances look like, Father, we know that you are on our side, Lord Jesus. Help us to adore you, Lord God. Help us to hunger and thirst for you every day of our lives, Lord. Help us to be vessels of hope for your people, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for hearing us, God, and teaching us how to speak to you, God. And Jesus, we love you. We love you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, y'all have a wonderful rest of your day or your evening, wherever you are in the world. And we'll see you again on Her Addiction Podcast. I am redeemed. I've been set free. And he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I'm a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony.